bored. I am so bored. We're trying to fight boredom here. This is Stay Awake While Driving, but we're going to talk about the times you were most bored when you were a kid. That and trivia and maybe some random word association and all sorts of other stuff today on Stay Awake While Driving. You're driving. I'm Sarah. That's it for this intro. Let's get started. Here we are back together again. You, me, the road, the highway, the country mile, the whatever you're driving on today. Let's do the five-word challenge right off the bat. You know how this goes. I'm going to give you five words. You're going to memorize them, and then at the end of the episode, you're going to tell me what they have in common. Today, you're going to do it. I have confidence in you, and because I have confidence in in these words, that you're going to get it. So here we go. The first word is comma, comma, C-O-M-M-A, comma. The second word is colon, not the body part. That's a hint. C-O-L-O-N. Colon is the second word. The third word is hyphen, H-Y-P-H-E-N, hyphen. Word four is parentheses, parentheses, parenthesis. We're going to go with the word parenthesis, parenthesis. And then word five is period, P-E-R-I-O-D. Period. So we have comma, colon, hyphen, parenthesis, and period. Memorize those five words. Take a moment right now. Put me on pause. Say them a few times yourself, and then also figure out what they have in common, which you already know. I know you do. How about random word association today? I'm going to give you a word, and then you say the first thing that comes into your mind. It can be a word or a phrase, what have you. There are no real rules. I'm going to give you a pause to give shout out your answer, and then I'm going to tell you what came to my mind. The first word today is deprivation, deprivation. Jeez, I came up with Holocaust. Oh, that's a tough one. What was yours? I'm really curious. Remember, I'm generating these at the same time I say them, so I have no advantage over you. Let's see. Word two is workshop, workshop. I thought of lumber. The next word is murder. Murder. All right, for me, I I came up with Dial M. I just rewatched Hitchcock's Dial M for murder, so that one makes sense. The next word is acute, A-C-U-T-E, acute. Uh, I thought of angle. The next word is pasture, P-A-S-T-U-R-E, pasture. I thought of cows. Next word is disgrace, disgrace. That's D-I-S-G-R-A-C-E, disgrace. Oh, I thought of Prince Harry because I really feel like he's been burning his bridges lately and is in disgrace with the royal family. Next word is lion, L-I-O-N, lion. Giant cat is what I thought of. All right, let's do a couple more here. How about whisper, whisper? quiet. I'm not really coming up with anything super duper creative. That's okay. I mean, that's not really the point. It's just to come up with a word. Next word is treaty. That's T-R-E-A-T-Y, a treaty. And I thought of agreement. How about one more? Uh, canvas, canvas, C-A-N- 
V-A-S, canvas. And I thought of population, like canvas the population with a pole or something. I'm not sure. Okay, I guess I'll do it today for random word association. Maybe you have some snappier answers than me. At the end of the day, of course, it doesn't matter because the whole point is just to keep your brain in motion while you are driving along in motion. What else are we going to do today? We're going to do a few brain teasers. These are never my favorite because I always feel like they're just really bad dad jokes, kind of like giant groaners, but they still make you think, so I'm just, stop bad-mouthing them, right? Here's a good one. Which building has the most stories? Most stories. And your first reaction would be something like, oh, let's see, what's the tallest? Is it that thing in Dubai? Or, and then you go, wait, it's a brain teaser. Maybe you got to the answer, which is the library. What building? Most stories. Ugh. It's a riddle one. If you drop me, I'm sure to crack, but give me a smile and I'll always smile back. What am I? A mirror. A sundial has the fewest moving parts of any timepiece. Which has the most? This one I actually like. It's less of a groaner and more of really thinking. The timepiece with the most moving parts would be an hourglass because it has thousands of tiny little grains of sand in it. Okay, that was fun. Let's review real quickly the five-word challenge. The words today are comma, colon, hyphen, parenthesis, and period. Today's memory prompt, as I alluded to in the intro, was about feeling bored, which is an ironic topic for this podcast because I'm trying to keep you from being bored. But I want you to remember a time when you were bored. And if you want to do just a general time when you were bored, that's okay, but I'm kind of narrowing it down here today to when did you feel the most bored as a kid? Was it perhaps when the parents had cocktail parties and invited all adults over, but they still trotted you out in front of them and you're like, what am I supposed to do with these people? Or was it at great-grandma so-and-so's house and great-grandma so-and-so didn't speak the same language you do, so you just kind of sat there and stared at her? Or, you know, it doesn't even have to involve the parents specifically. Maybe it's something that your parents told you to do and it was the most boring. But tell me a specific story about some time that you're remembering. Oh, so so boring. <laughs> that sort of feeling. Put in as many details as possible. And if your story is really short, that's okay. But then maybe think of a second one and just kind of throw that in there too to get you a little further down the road. And if you need some inspiration, I'm going to give you my story in just a second. Otherwise, again, there aren't really any rules to this game. It's the, the 100% point is to keep you awake. So come up with however you want to interpret this memory prompt. Put me on pause. Tell me your story right now. Otherwise, I'm going to carry on with my story about remembering when I was super bored as a kid, and it was not a one-off experience for me. 
My experience centers around going to a fabric store. It was a certain chain of fabric stores, but we don't have any near where I grew up. There was one in a city close to where my grandparents lived, my grandmother's. When we would go, my mother would make a point of going to this fabric store. And because she only had a chance to do it every once in a while, when she would go, she would spend so much time there. And it seemed excruciating because at the time when I was a little kid, I honestly didn't have any interest in anything to do with anything in a fabric store. And we're not talking like a fun craft store that had also crafty things or craft kits. We're talking straight up fabric store with patterns. I had no interest in any of that. Neither did my brother. And we would spend pretty much the whole time at the store being super obnoxious, telling my mother, uh, we're ready. We're bored. We're, you know, and could you please wrap it up here? Now I so, so wish we weren't such little snots about that because my mother is very good at sewing. And when, when she was a little kid, she would make clothes for all of her dolls. And did, have I told you the part where all of her dolls were named Sarah? which is my name. Even as a kid, she had always determined that if she had a daughter, the name would be Sarah. So, I mean, how nice is that? My mom is like making clothes for baby dolls named Sarah when she was a kid. And then as I became a real live human being, my mother made clothes for me. Anyway, I was I was starting to say that my mom did all sorts of clothes-related sewing through her life. She did starting off with doll clothing, and then she made clothing for herself, kind of out of necessity. And then she uh, even did stuff for kind of fancy. No, she didn't do her wedding dress, but she was very instrumental in picking out what went on the dress, and then her bridesmaids, they made their dresses, so they all went and picked out fabric together and patterns, etc. Anyway, then my mom married, has kids, and she starts sewing clothes for us. In that instance, it was not so much out of necessity, somewhat for financial reasons, but also just a sign of love and care, and that she would take time to do that, because we're already into the point where Americans are not necessarily sewing clothes for their kids. Now, those days sitting there in the fabric store, waiting for my mom to page through hundreds and hundreds of pages of McCall's patterns, Butterick patterns, all those patterns in those giant big books, and then to go look for those patterns. And she would, every once in a while, when we would come back over there and be obnoxious, Mom, are you ready? Well, could you look up this pattern for me? And she'd give us the number. And I remember those giant drawers, filing cabinet drawers, but really wide. And you'd pull them out and they had a certain sound as I tick, 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 tick open. And then you had to flick, 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 flick through all the patterns to find the right number. And then you'd pull out the packet and the packet had a very certain kind of papery sort of sound. But that pattern paper in there, if you're familiar with that, Oh, boy. But my brother and I, finally, one particular day, I remember we were so bored at this place that we (laughs) climbed into the middle of the fake fur display of fabric on bolts, and it was in a round display unit that had kind of a empty, hollow center. And because the bolts of this fake fur were so fuzzy and squeezed in there, it made this perfect little den for us. And that was the most fun we had at the most boring of stores. And we hid in there, and it was so funny because I can't, I, I can't remember exactly how it worked, but you could see people's feet going by. And we, 
<laughs> we never really jumped down as strangers. Oh my gosh, that would be horrific. But we uh, watched for mom's shoes to come by. And then I think, as I recall, we kind of like, we're like, mom, you know, <laughs> giggle, giggle, you know, oh, we're so funny. And that's my story of being really bored when I was a kid. If you haven't told me your story yet, now's the time. You know what we haven't done yet today? Trivia! In which movie does Dooley Wilson sing as time goes by? Casablanca. Which 1940 Disney animated movie features the song When You Wish Upon a Star? Bonus points if you know which character sang it. Ooh, do I know? Anyway, the answer is Pinocchio. And then was it Jiminy Cricket? I think so, right? Apparently it's all about movies today. Which Alfred Hitchcock film did Gus Van Sant remake in 1998? Psycho. Who directed the original Jaws movie? Steven Spielberg, what is the name that is attributed to both a Beatles hit single and a street in Liverpool? Penny Lane. Coca-Cola has its headquarters in which city? Atlanta. Who starred in the movie How to Marry a Millionaire? That was Marilyn Monroe. What type of instrument measures atmospheric pressure? A barometer. What type of cloth identifies different clans in Scotland? It's a tartan. George Eastman originally founded the Kodak Company to make what product? Was it film or was it actually cameras? It was cameras. Near which city did Euro Disney open in 1992? It's changed its name since then too. The answer is Paris. What does PS stand for at the end of a letter? Answer is postscript, and that is trivia. Give yourself a point for each of those you got correct. You know what points are worth exactly nothing. And we're all okay with that. Or we have to be. We're going to wrap things up today with the five-word challenge. Please tell me what those words are right now. Did you get them? I don't know if I've ever said this before. You don't have to get these in order. Just remember them. And you get a point for each one you do. The words are comma, colon, hyphen, parentheses, and period. And what do the words have in common? If you said any sort of variation of their types of punctuation, you absolutely got that right. Give yourself another point. That's it for today, I think. That's going to do it. Wrap it up. But it doesn't wrap up your driving, though, does it? 
You know, I had another experience with really having a lot of driving fatigue coming back from grandma's again this week. I feel you. I feel you. That's why I'm doing this podcast. Please stay awake till we get a chance to chat again on the road. You drive carefully and take care. Take care.